do not always listen to podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Tanjabam Network. Welcome to the Wicked Radio Network. Hi, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, Weekend. after. Yeah. yeah Happy after Thanksgiving. Weekend. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday after Get ready for Monday, people. Get ready for Monday. You've been driving. <laughs> You've been driving all day. I, I've been driving all day. Hopefully, this is uh, helping you through the drive. Yeah, actually. Here we are. Me and Heno, Angela Freeman here, podcasting from Indiana with my friend Heno. Hey, I got new sounds. <laughs> okay, you can put that one back. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because <laughs> when they update the program every once in a while, all of a sudden I'll pop on and I'll be like, right, what's this? You know, and I'm like, oh, that's Arnold. Okay, great. And then and then there was, I'm like, okay, that's okay. That one's okay. This one. Oh my god, is that Pac-Man? <laughs> it's like just like Dig Dug or something or whatever. And then there was. Okay, so don't turn us off. We're coming back. Yeah. <laughs> we're still with you. We're here. We're, with we're you. here. You're here. You're like, oh my god, I'm delirious, and they're only making sounds. Yeah, they're making cuckoo sounds. Um, so we're podcasting from Haley, Idaho. Monkey Tongue Productions is producing. Thank That's Heno's company. We love it. Um, I am an eating psychology coach. I'm also a personal trainer that owns a small gym, and both Heno and I are sober. So this is what we're bringing to you today: is that perspective with some. Ideas, uh, inspiration, you know, just some things for you to think about. Uh, hopefully you are like, I don't agree with that. Oh, okay, I'll think about that. Oh, that really bugs me. Oh, I think that's awesome. We're trying to get you thinking for yourself and get you onto your own uh, inspiration. Just Your own path. Your own path. And basically, um, just being able to let go of what society says is supposed to be the way you look, the way you feel, the way you act, the way you have your relationship with food, the relationship with your body. Um, we're saying, mm, think about that. Let's give you some different ideas. So we're going to jump right into the topic today because this is a big one and um, I love this topic. And I just this- love you're like, I could do a whole podcast on I this. I know. Well, okay. So here's how this went down. So I get this cool email from Heno this week and- Basically, the I can say the whole details, right? He's okay with us talking about it. Yeah, he talks about it himself. Okay. All right. So um, he gets this in, and the um, headline for the email is Pittsburgh Nerd Latest. So I immediately am intrigued because um, I love hearing anything that the Pittsburgh Nerd has to say. And um, basically, this is Sean from Pittsburgh. This Nerd is Sean podcast. from yeah. And basically, he has a little bit on his podcast that's called "How's My Diet." Okay. So. Basically, here's the email. Hannah's writing to me. So Sean shared last week about being really, really tired of dieting and not seeing the results. So he was feeling the. Can I say it? Better use the beep. Oh, we're gonna efforts. <laughs> yeah, the it's. So he decided I'm gonna slow down and quit trying so hard. Not quit, just pull back on the trying. That's in quit in quotes. It really hit me because that's how I'm feeling about some stuff in my life. So that's what I that's why I did that intro. Well, this week Sean's family got concerned about him quitting and he had to reiterate on the how's my diet. He's not quitting, he just needs to stop focusing on dieting and reframe it to focusing on living healthier and creating healthier habits and trust that the weight will come off. So if you've got something to go with that, and we have a listener that sounds like groups need some inspiration, I and I was like, I have a lot to say <laughs> yeah. about that. First of all, can I just jump in? I'll yeah, let you talk yeah, in a minute. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. First of all, I just want to say congratulations. Woo! 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 Dude, give up the dieting for the rest of your life. I couldn't be happier for you. <sighs> Yay. Congratulations. I feel like I just... One like a big. I just had a great scratch card lottery ticket come off. I mean, I am pumped. I'm pumped for you. And you know what? You just won the lottery by making that decision. I couldn't be happier for you. So um, that's what I want to start with. Is you know, you guys, dieting is. Uh, it's so awful. <laughs> 
And that doesn't mean that I am not a health coach and that I'm not a psychology of eating coach. I am all for using different strategies that are sustainable to help people get into healthier habits. But as far as I'm concerned, if you're tired of dieting and you want to quit dieting, quit dieting for the rest of your life. Um, Dieting doesn't really work. And there are so many people in the case studies that I've had and some of the women that I've coached um, that have been diet, they've literally been on a diet for, for, for literally decades. Decades. I was on a diet for decades and my weight never changed. Okay, that's a problem. That's a problem. If you're doing this constant thing and chronic dieting, even for people that are like, well, if I quit chronic dieting, I would gain all this weight. Like that's a whole nother set of, that's a whole nother can of worms and a whole set of problems. First of all, it takes you out of being in your life. Secondly, it makes you less than fun to be around because you're constantly on a diet. Third, you can start missing key nutritional things and you can have major health issues. And if less calories, more exercise worked, everybody would be doing it and everybody would be thin. You know, I think this is the first time that I've heard you frame it like that, and it just freaking hit me. And that people have been dieting for decades, that they've literally been had a modified, quote-unquote, eating plan for over 10 years. and Like 10 years is actually short. Yeah, and that, and, uh, that just made me go, wow. Yeah. Like, I didn't... You're right. People do this for, it's not just about like, hey, I need to change something. I've only been doing it for a couple of years. Some people have been doing this for like 20 years straight. Totally. Oh, wow. That just really hit me. And it really hits me because it's like, it makes me go, well, what about the next? All right. Let's say I'm starting on a, on, I'm starting on changing it. Like, oh, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life like this. Yeah. Ooh, that kind of bummed me out just now. Yeah. I, I want to find a way that doesn't make me feel like that. I want to find a way that makes me feel like excited that I'm doing positive changes. Okay. So first of Oof. all, if anybody's listening to this that that is like a, been on a diet and is like, I, you're, lady, you're insane. I have to stay on a diet. I'm going to balloon up. I have to lose this weight to be healthy. I want you to go to Health at Every Size website. Um, health at every size. This woman who has started this movement, her name is Linda Bacon. She is degreed out the kazoo. There's all kinds of studies. And the second thing I want you to do is I want you to Google diet statistics. Look at the statistics that Weight Watchers has. Weight Watchers statistics are insane. There are when they actually, when people who actually lose weight and they do follow up studies, like 90% of the people lose less than 10 pounds and they all, and, and, and most, 90% of them gain it back within two years. So you work your butt off, counting every calorie, counting all the points, blah, 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 for 10 pounds that comes back anyway. Or you maybe manage to lose it. So, there's a few things that need to be addressed around this for in order for people to because this is a really tough pill for some people to swallow because some people are in bigger bodies. We live in a society that says if you're in a bigger body, we automatically assume that you're lazy, that you don't care, and that you're not healthy. That's what we assume. Ninety percent of the people assume that if we see someone that's in a bigger body, if they have fat on their body, especially to a bigger degree, they're lazy, they don't care, they're not trying, and they're unhealthy. And it's simply not true. Now, those things could be possible for someone in a bigger body. Those things could all be possible for someone in a smaller body. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you watch that sugar film, there's a kid on there that's losing all of his teeth. He's skinny as a rail. He's definitely not healthy. He definitely doesn't care. <laughs> he's definitely, and he's thin. So that's just, it's, it's, we have, this is our new prejudice. This is our new thing. This is our new group of people to stigmatize, to pick on, to act like we're all whole. And we have it all clouded in this thing. Well, we just want you to be healthy. We're just worried about you because you're not healthy. The best way to get healthy is to do healthy things. Oh, by the way, I had a physical. And so, speaking of. <laughs> well, it, because cause this is the thing that people realize. They, right. They go in, they get uh, full lab work done. Right. And, you know, the first thing the doctor said was, you need to lose weight or whatever it is. Right. They get their lab work done, and their lab work comes all within specs. Right. Well, all right. So mine came all within specs, except for good cholesterol. I'm low. 
You're low in good cholesterol. Good cholesterol. I'm okay. fine with bad cholesterol, but <laughs> I'm low with the good, you know, the, the, right. the good stuff. You right. Know, that, what is it? The HCL? I'm trying to remember. H- HDL. HDL. Yeah, I don't remember which LD, one. There's LDL is the not good one. Not and good HDL, HDL is the better one. So I was low there. Right. Okay. You know, the doctor would have never at looking at me said, oh, well, you need to change your how you eat. Right. He wouldn't because he'd look at me and go, wow, you look fine. Right. You know, well- well, let's get the lab work back first before right. we start saying that henna's fine. Right. You know, granted, yeah, I shouldn't have elevated liver counts because I no longer drink. I get that. You know, right. he, he's going to look at me and he's do you drink? I say, no. Okay, well, I don't expect to see this. Do you smoke? No, I don't smoke. Okay, I don't expect to see this. But the rest of it, what what can he say? He can't, I mean, I didn't know how the results were going to come back and everything was like pretty much right mid and that one was was low. Now, he also said it's not low where you need to go start making drastic changes in your life. But it's like it jumped out at me. Right. And I went, okay, I'm going to look into this a little bit because right. I want to. Right. And because you want your numbers to be as best they can be. Yeah. But here's the thing. If you were someone in a bigger body and that happened, they would automatically say you need to lose weight. Yep. Like. And this is from the medical profession, you guys. You have to check out Health at Every Size. It's very, very powerful because we live in a society today where doctors are are not giving us the best information in some cases. This is one of the cases. The second the second case where we're getting bad information from doctors is when something's going wrong, they automatically put give you on, put you on a pill. Like let's look at what's the root. Let's not just fix the symptoms. Let's look at the root. But don't assume because someone's in a bigger body that they're not healthy. They may not be healthy. But don't assume it because of their big body. Yeah. Those things might tend to correspond, but it, there's plenty of people walking around in small bodies that are not healthy. Plenty. Yeah. So, so that's number one. So we just, you've got, if, if you are someone that's tired of dieting, you're in a bigger body, you want to let that go, get educated. Get on health at every size. Read that book. Get into the website. Start looking at, at positivity. That's number one. Number two. Hey, can I, real quick. Yeah. One thing about that, the book, is even if you, and what's great about Dr. Bacon Right, and I love yes. her last name. Is she's willing to sh- to to she will t- and go back and listen to our podcast that we did with Jeannie. I don't know which number it is, but uh, yes, because Jeannie read the book and she had a lot. You know, she went into detail about a lot of stuff in there. But one of the things that Jeannie pointed out is the the author of the book does not sit there and say my studies are the best. That no, she says, look, these were limited studies. She's honest about them. Right. She she's willing to say where they might be a little short. With, but the 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 my point is is even take what you want from it. You could leave the rest behind, but I guarantee you'll get a perspective shift. And sometimes that's all we need to right. start uh, changing how we look at this stuff. Because this is what it's really about. And when you're looking at other studies, be sure and look at who sponsored the studies. Is it a diet company? Yeah. Is it a pharmaceutical yeah. company that is, wants to is sell it a you something? Food product company. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's it just talk happen. about how accurate happen. the studies are. Yeah. Right. I mean, most studies are paid for by somebody. So yes, it's great that she says that. Most people don't say no, that. No, they don't. And she's honest about it. She'll literally say, "Yeah, I got to because because people pick about apart her book and 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 she basically says, "Yeah, you can pick this apart, okay? But she she she's not only she. She teaches mental health in 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 uh, San Francisco, University of San Francisco, I think it is. So she's not just looking at this from health and wellness or uh, physical health. She's also looking at how our minds are, you know, how how it affects more than just you know. She's coming from a lot of different angles. Right. Her credentials are pretty freaking amazing. Yeah. And 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 you know, just if I can, real quick, uh, Sean, Sean. So I, you know, two weeks ago, I did this little. You know, I did a little bit from Rocky, and and he said he said it made he said it made me sally up a little bit, and sally up is their way of of saying I'm a little verklempt, you know, because that's how I felt when he shared, and I didn't get a chance to express this right. is that I'm driving along and Sean's talking about how I have been killing myself, and I and I get on a scale. And I don't see the difference. And it literally, I started to sally up a little bit because I have been killing myself with a few things that I'm trying to accomplish in my life. And then I'll look at what, what I got from it and I go, this is horrible. Right. And I, it just made me more depressed. And I sat there, I was like, okay, I just busted my butt and got no results. 
or I mean, I got results, but it was definitely not what I was supposed to get right. from busting my butt. Right. And when Sean talked about you, he's like, you know what? I just want to, I'm not going to try. I don't want to, I want to change this a little bit because that was my thing is, is part of, I guess I would have been okay with the results I got if I hadn't been killing myself so much. So I was like, I got to change my view on this. And I, I heard what Sean said and I said, you know what? That's what I need to do. Right. I took a week off. I went and did some reading. I did a little, I, I, I stopped doing what I was doing and went, you know what? I want to learn a little bit more about what I'm doing. Good. I want to see if I, if I'm missing something, I'm not going to go keep trying to, um, force square peg into round hole. Yeah. I'm not going to go running my head into the brick wall. I'm going to walk to the side of it and see if maybe there's another way around. Right. And I took some time off and I went back to it and I didn't hit it as hard. I, I, like I said, I strolled through the forest instead right. of running. Right. And you know what? Within a few days, I felt better about it. Good. The results aren't necessarily that much different right now, right. but the main thing is, is I feel better about it, and that makes me want to continue doing it. The, the previous method I'd been using made me want to throw my hands up in the air and say, Right, it. right. Well, and Hannah's going, he's talking about, like, basically, there's a couple different ways to set goals, and one is you set an outcome goal where you're like, I'm going to run a marathon in three hours, or I'm going to lose 10 pounds in two months. Or I'm going to have this album finished in two months. You know, I'm going to have my, you know, I'm going to grow my business by X, Y, and Z in the next 90 days. Okay, so those things work for some people. That's a very masculine strategy. It's very much about getting to the goal. I'm going to have X, Y, and Z in my bank account. Then I can be happy. I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Then I can be happy. I'm going to date this girl. Then I can be happy. I'm going to have my house painted. Then I can be happy. Okay, so those things can be helpful for people. But most, more often than not, we have these outcome goals and we think that we're going to feel a certain way when we get there. And truly, surely enough, how many people have had a goal like that? You get to the goal, you couldn't be happier for about 30 seconds, and then all of a sudden you've set yourself another goal. Okay, so here's the problem with that. It's, it's fine if it's working. This isn't working because you get on the scale, you feel terrible. First of all, take the scale Take it out to your backyard, dig a really deep hole, throw it in there. Don't even wrap it in a plastic bag. Like bury that sucker as deep as you possibly can, fill it in, plant a nice tree over it so that, you know, the place can be let, so the grass around it doesn't die from the scale being down there and let that go. Here's what I like about goal. Here's the goals I like. I like goals that are actually about doing things differently and that you can, it's a behavioral goal. So if I have, if I have a client comes in, they've been dieting strictly big time, trying to lose weight for 10 years, five years, 10 years, 15 years. The first thing I'm going to say is, how's that working for you? So my question is, how isn't, how's your diet? My question is, how are you feeling with this? How's it working? Is it bringing you joy? Is it making everybody around you want to be around you because you couldn't be happier asking this question all the time? Then I say, keep doing it. But if that question is bringing you down, even if it used to bring you joy and now it's not, find a different question. Let's let it go for two months, for three months, for six months. Let's let it go and let's focus on some behavioral goals. So let's see, what do you want to do? Um, Let's take losing weight off the table. Okay, let's say you want to be healthier. Let's say you want to move better. Let's say you want to feel better at your job. Let's say you want to be able to be more present. Let's say you want to do more for your body in a nutritional sense. Let's say that you want to learn a new skill. You want to have a new hobby. You want to, what, what's interesting? What else do you want to do? And then let's set goals around that. So let's, let's say that it's, well, my cholesterol was high and so is my blood pressure. Okay, Great. How about we set two goals? One is, can you move in a way that you enjoy for an hour every day, five days this week? There you go. That's not, that's, that kind of a goal is not going to be relying on, okay, I'm going to, I, I have to be at this certain place yeah, when I'm done with you, it. You took this one step out. Which totally. I think what kills people is is you sit there, you say, my cholesterol's high and my blood pressure, blah, 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 is not so good. 
I have to lose 10 pounds. How am I going to lose 10 pounds? I'm going to do it by doing this amount of movement four days a week. Guess what? You can get rid of the lose 10 pounds statement totally. in the middle of that and still do the movement. Absolutely. And, and you can and, change and, it. And then you don't have to have that feeling of like, you know, and, and here's the great thing is if you just go with the movement thing and you go, I'll go, wow, I did it. Yeah. This week I did it. Now I'm going to try to get in. This is what Sean was talking about. Sean was like, like I'm going to keep working out. Great. You know, I'm just, I'm going to reevaluate the food stuff because he's honestly like, some of this is just driving me nuts. He's like, but I'm going to keep working out. I'm going to find ways that I can do it that, that aren't, you know, painful for me, you know, like, like me, I have, I have injuries too. I have to like, I have to go, okay, what brace do I need to get to get me into the gym to keep me moving? Right. Right. And, and. Be excited about the movement, what you accomplished that week, because guess what? The next week, you're, gonna, you're more likely to do it more. Right. You're more likely to keep up with it. And then when you finally do go reevaluate the cholesterol and the blah, 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 hey, you know what? Maybe you're going to have some great news. But the, what would really suck is if that, that middle statement was still in there and you weren't getting that 10 pounds and it was discouraging, and you stopped doing the movements, and you didn't have right the because you, it, what's the point if I'm not losing the ten pounds? There's about there's so many things you can do nutritionally to help support your body, but when we start having that ten pounds out there, or ten, fifteen pounds, or twenty pounds, or thirty pounds, or fifty pounds, we start doing crazy things to get the weight off. Do healthy habits. Let the weight fall where it will. Do healthy when habits. It will. Eat if it will. If yeah, you know what, you're if right, it will. Some people. Like you just, like you started this podcast. Right. You said some people have been dieting for 10 to 20 years and nothing has changed. Some people live in a bigger body, just like some people live in a smaller body, just like some animals are bigger than other animals. What was it you you said who created the body mass index? Someone skinny, probably. I don't know. But it was like, literally, it was a, it was a company. Oh yeah, probably. It was it was it was uh it was a health insurance. Co- that's bet, what it was. It was that's, a, that's health we- insurance companies created the body mass index, if I believe is correct. Not doctors, right? Health insurance companies. Yeah, we need to do a, We need to find some studies on um, who is coming. You know, who's sponsoring these crazy studies that say you have to do this, and who is um, profiting? But the the diet industry is a billion 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 dollar industry. They are making so much money off of people's desperation because we're being sold this bill of goods that says we're not healthy unless we weigh a certain amount of weight. The pharmaceutical company is in cahoots with the diet company. I'm certain of it because then they can sell you pills to try to make you thinner and, and eat this and da, 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 da. There's profit behind this, people. We've got to stand. You've got to take our own stand. We have to do our own research. There are so many things you can do to support yourself nutritionally and help yourself be healthier. Eat slow. Eat high nutrition. Eat with a great rhythm. Eat more, um, uh, you know, uh, organic. Stay away from GMOs. Um, Try to... um, Drink water, let go of sugar. There's so many things you can do that are measurable, awesome actions that don't have anything to do with losing weight. You know, it's funny. Come from a place of health or not. I mean, that's the other problem with this. And I know that Sean sounds like he wants to be healthy, which is great. But we need to stop shaming people that don't want to be healthy. Hello? You're a bad person because you don't want to be healthy? Well, we do what, that. Be, that's nonsense. Yeah, and, that's and nonsense. It comes from this, this, this. What we've what we've been hearing about for decades and decades is how smokers are a drain on our system, <laughs> drinkers are a drain on our system, and people with diabetes are going to be a drain on our system, on our healthcare system. As we've already talked about, diabetes about doesn't come from time. people being fat. People get fat from having diabetes, and they get they get they get it from what they're eating, from what they're eating. And, and levels, but some people people get cancer and they're a drain. People get they, they, getting diabetes is not necessarily coming from the actions that you're taking. It could be, it is sometimes, but it's not always. And that's what we've done is we've tried to we've in order to get a message across, 
which I'm not saying it's a bad message. I am. But well, you know, because it, it, if it helps wake somebody up, it's good. But what we've unfortunately done is gone to absolutes. Right. When it's just not the case all the time. And, and, and if, it ends up, if it ends up discouraging somebody because it's an absolute, then, then that's not a good thing because there are, there's a lot of middle ground in there. There's a ton of middle ground, and I don't think helping people change from a way of shaming them is ever the answer. And especially yeah. when that shame is cloaked in, I'm just worried about you. Yeah. Okay. If you're worried about somebody, then, you, then love them more. Love them more. Love every part of them, the part of them that's eating, the part of them that's smoking, the part of them that's drinking. Love them more. It doesn't mean you don't have healthy boundaries and you don't express to them like, it's not okay with me if you come over to the house drunk, but I'm going to meet you for breakfast tomorrow. That part of it, I'm not saying not to have boundaries, but when we come at a place like, you need to stop drinking so much, I'm just worried about your health. You need to stop eating so much. I'm just worried about your health. That's shaming people. That's not going to get people to change. It's only going to make people feel bad. And what do we do when we feel bad? We eat more. We drink more. We smoke more. Well, we t- yeah, and and you know, it's so love them more. It's so funny how like so or mind your own business even better. So it, take care of your own stuff. Sorry. It, no, it's it's okay because you know where this comes from, and and you and I can directly relate to this because. Because we are in recovery, we try to help other people who want to stop drinking, stop want, you know, do drugs, whatever it is, you know, and, and we see the results of what happens when you try to tell somebody what to do. Yeah. It never happens. Yeah. How did I get into recovery? I chose to do it. Yeah. And, and everybody in the world that told me what I needed to do, guess what? I just gave them a big middle finger and went harder at it. Absolutely. It, it was when people actually cared about me and, 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 and showed me, you know, compassion and showed me a way out rather than telling me the way right. out, you know, is when, is when things changed in my life. And it's funny how I think we, just like alcohol can be a subtle fo- foe, food can be a very subtle sure, foe. But it still comes from, we're going to make healthier food choices when we come from a place of love when we come from a place of joy in our lives, it is so much easier to sit down with an, organ- with an organic salad with a free-range chicken breast chopped up on side and some brown rice on the side when you're feeling amazing and you're feeling happy. Because what do we do when we don't feel happy or when someone's shamed us or when someone's like giving us the whatever? What do we do? We do the middle finger and then the next thing we go to the freezer and we take out the tater tots and the pizza and the, the large, extra large bottle of Coke and we drown the way we're feeling because we've been shamed, right? Yeah. So if we can treat, so let go. And, and, and you know, for me, when I'm coaching someone who's been dieting chronically, like I'll even be like, just do the best you can with the food and let's focus on the other area. There's so many other areas. Can you expand on that a little There's bit? There's so if, many. Like when you're, when you're coaching somebody and they're talking to you about like, okay, I'm trying to do this type of eating. It's not working for me. I'm trying to do this. It's not working for me. You know, I'm getting, I'm getting tired of doing this. Like, how do you help? Them? Okay. So it, it, you know, it's very individual, obviously, but yeah. let's just say that they are coming to me and, and, and without talking to someone, but let's just assume that they've tried every which way to Sunday to all these different food plans. What I would start with is I would be like, I want you to take 60 days and you're going to just eat what you want to eat. And all I want you to do is eat it in a slow, relaxed manner. I don't even care about anything else. I just want you to eat. If you overeat, fine. If you undereat, fine. If you eat crap, fine. Just eat in a slow, relaxed manner and let's think about some other things. How's your job? How's your family? How's your spouse? How do you feel about, what are you doing for fun? How do you feel about the way you're moving your body? I, and I, and of those places that we're talking about, guaranteed, guaranteed something's not working. Because first of all, for all of us, there's always some area that we're that there's room to grow, right? That's true. Right. I mean, I have tons of room to grow in tons yeah. of different areas. But usually if there's something where we're really focused on one part of it where we've been really focused on I just need to eat this, I just need to lose weight, I just need to do this, I just need to lose weight, I just need to do usually some other areas getting neglected. Mm. Because we can't put we can't fight fires on all fronts. 
So I would say, let's just put that on hold. What else is happening? Let's work on another area for just a little while. Do you meditate? How's your spiritual life? Do you live from your heart? How's your relationship to nature? Have you been outside? And it would depend on the person, of course, where, that yeah. would, where we would start working. But I would just say, let trust. And, then, and, and, every, and I would give them some affirmation. I trust that my body will tell me when to eat and when to stop. Now that, if you're used to dieting and chronically depraving yourself, if you start doing that, yeah, you might overdo it for a little while. Because anytime we go to a soup, we go to a binge or we go to a purge, when we stop doing the one, we're going to swing. We don't just come right to the middle, right? You and I both know that. You go from one end to the other to the other, right? But the only way to heal that is to start trusting and just give yourself a break. So it sounds like one of the things that that you're helping somebody do is get them to get to know themselves a little better. Yes, because there's so much more to our lives than what we're eating and what our body looks like. Because it's true that when when I when I escape, it's when I'm uh, feeling the need to disconnect. I don't escape when I'm feeling uh, present. When I'm in when I'm you know when I feel like. Uh, you know, my insides are, are, are as good as my outsides. You know what I mean? Like where, right. where I feel like I'm, I'm a whole person and I'm happy and, and things are good in my life. I'm less likely to escape. I'm paying attention to myself. I'm paying attention to my needs. I, like you said, I'm, I'm aware of what am I hungry for? What do I want to eat? You know, for me, it's the sugar battle. You yeah. know, it's like when, when I'm actually in a state of balance in my life overall, I can tune into my actual needs and ignore the ones that push me in the wrong direction. I, I love the question, what are you hungry for? Because here's the yeah, other part of funny. that. Yeah. What else are you hungry for? Yeah. You've been focused on losing weight. You've been focused on changing your body. That's the only thing. When you're that focused on it, when it, it's a big deal. It can take over. What else are you hungry for? What else is missing? What else do you want out of your life? What else isn't working for you? What is working for you? What else? What are the other? We have so many other dimensions to us outside of our own physical body and what we eat. Now, taking care of our body and, and, and learning how to eat well is super important because our body is what carries our soul around in the world. But it, it, those things are those things cannot always be addressed head on. Sometimes we have to go to, oh, I'm a perfect example. I am an overeater at night when I am not in balance at my job. So I can look at, I'm overeating at night. What do I need to do? I need to do macronutrient balance. I need to do breakfast. I need to have more willpower. I need to have these things in the house. Or I could go to the root of the problem and I could look at how many hours I'm working. And do I hate my job? And is it, you know, do I have a lunch break? Do I, you know, what, what's happening? And if I address what's happening in my job, I stop overeating at night. It's wild. And I, I know this. This is my experience because I addressed and focused head on on stopping overeating at night for literally years in recovery. And as soon as I stopped focusing on that and I started focusing on more joy, changing the way my job went, changing the way my schedule went, it just started lifting. It just started. People were like, call somebody. Next time you're going to go over, just call somebody. I, I Okay, I'm going to call somebody. No way. When I was going to eat, I was going to eat. There's yeah, no yeah, 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 way. Yeah, 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 There's yeah. no way. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. And, and so. That's how I am finally, with retail therapy. I, finally, I got <laughs> so tired of fighting that and not having success. I was over it. I felt like such a willpower weakling. And I was so strong in all these areas of my life. I just let that go and I started focusing on my job and what wasn't working and how I was so out of balance. You know, Workaholics Anonymous says I work it, I balance my life between work, rest, and play. If I ever start overeating at night, I go, ooh, I'm not playing enough. I'm not resting enough. Start playing more, start resting more, and it just goes away. It's wild. So, I promise you, if there's something going on in your food, you're chronically dieting, you're overeating, you're undereating, you're, you're not wanting to exercise, I promise you that there's some other aspect in your life that needs to be addressed also. Now, I'm not saying that we can't, that we wouldn't come back and address the food thing, 
But we are so focused in our society as that the food thing is the solution. If I can just eat like this, then things are going to work out. It's the same as saying, if I can just have this much money, then I'll be happy. It's the same thing. And how many rich people do we know that aren't happy? And and, and how many poor people do we know that are awesome? Have joy and abundance. Okay. So it has nothing to do with the money because there's rich people that have joy and abundance and there's poor people that are super unhappy. But we have this thing where it's like if we are in a bigger body or we're not eating perfectly, then that's what we need to figure out. And then they'll be happy like the rest of us. But the rest of us that have the food thing figured out and have this body that's smaller, does that mean we're happy? Yeah. That's that's like I it's said. It's crazy. I, I I have that. I realized that with like I said with my retail therapy. You know where I totally. just sit online and start shopping, and and when I when I realized it, it was really wild. That one day where I was like, "Wow, I am I am completely shopping right now as an escape. I'm not doing it because I actually need any of this." Right. Okay. What else could I be doing right now? I could be actually out walking my dogs. I could be out. I could be playing my guitar right now rather than shopping for guitars. Right. All right. Why am I not doing that? There and, you go. And, and why weren't you doing it? Actually, I was just thinking about that. Why wasn't I doing it? And uh, I, I have it, a it, guess. You were tired. Yeah, I, I was. And I also... It really had nothing to do with like the guitar. It had nothing. Yeah, you're right. It had nothing to do with with taking the dogs out. It 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 had to do with the kind of the inside job stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, feeling discontented, feeling uh, irritable over some things, and I needed to shift the the things that were making me feel irritable. Mm-hmm. And it was it was as simple as something that was frustrating. It was something that could frustrate me. Right. And I just needed to change that. Right. And all of a sudden, it was like, oh, wow. All I had to do was get rid of that one frustration, and, and suddenly, this thing looked good to me again. Mm-hmm. And instead of shopping for guitars that I wasn't actually going to buy, I started picking up the one that I already have, and I started playing it. Right. And I started actively coming home and having the energy to grab the boys and, and head them out for a walk. And it all came down to eliminating one habit I had that wasn't really bringing me any joy. It was just a time killer. Right. You know, and it's funny how that is. And cause you're, you, you just said it right away. It's like, we go right for the food without going, all right, what else could it be? And I'm not even opposed to people going to the food. I'm not opposed to people checking out on shopping that they're not, for something they're not going to buy. I'm not opposed to someone watching TV for hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm opposed to it. If it's happening so often it's causing you pain, then we need to figure out why you're checking out. For me, I'm real clear. When I'm checking out, it's because I'm tired. It's because I'm yeah. tired. And so I have a couple of choices. One, I try to schedule my life a little better so I don't get that tired. And two, when I can't do that and I get that tired, I watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so get on board and watch it. And I'm not opposed to emotional eating. Just own it and do it. And if you're doing it all the time, if you're doing it all the time and that's your only thing, let's talk about why you need, why you're having such a hard time having, experiencing the emotions. And let's work on that. Let's work on how we can get you to experience these emotions, um, whatever's going on with that. Then you won't need to emotionally eat. Rather than I'm emotional eating, okay, I shouldn't be doing this. I should be doing something else. Well, if we could do that, we'd be doing that already. What we need to look at is we need to look at the root cause as to why we're in so much emotional pain. What do we need to do? Do we need to change? Do we need to have an honest conversation? Do we need to, do we need to get our, put ourselves out there to date more? Do we need to get a divorce? Do we need to, I mean, do we need to see a therapist? Do we need to change our job? Do, what do we need to do that's causing us to have such a problem with, are we drinking too much? What, whatever those things are. But what we do instead is we look at, okay, I'm emotionally eating. I just need to do something else. No, you need to explore and be aware of what's happening and then be like, I've gone home and just been like, oh, my God, I cannot deal with this. I'm having a cookie. I I don't think that's a bad thing. I think if it's my only thing all the time, it's going to cause me a lot of pain. I don't think it's a bad thing that sometimes I'm like, 
damn, I need some sugar. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, right? Yeah, yeah. So, shoot, I am exhausted. I am watching TV. Yeah. Okay, that's called life to me. I mean, eventually, my goal would be to be in so much balance that I don't need to check out. But that's not but that's, my yeah, life. That's not reality. But when I'm doing that every single yeah. night, and I have, then I'm like, okay, what's not working? And for me, it's always I'm too tired. Yeah. And, and, and that's just me. The, the way you said about like, because I was just thinking the same thing is like when I'm in balance, meaning that, I, you know, I'm feeling I, I'm, I'm getting up in the, I'm doing the things that I want to do. Like when I feel, I guess for lack of a better term, kind of whole, like, you know, it's like, like everything's firing on all c- cylinders. Nothing's frustrating me. I'm not, I'm not tired. I'm not, you know, whatever it is doing the things that I, I quote unquote need to do. Are it's easy. It's a piece of cake. I can avoid the sugar. I can avoid the this. I can avoid that. And then the one day where I do have it's it was a long hard day, making the choice to say, you know what, I'm eating all the cookies tonight and watching all the television. Guess what? That's emotional eating. Yeah, but great. But it feels good on that night. Of course it does. We are emotional creatures, and we eat. Of course we emotionally eat. But I don't beat myself up because guess what? The other days of the week were good. Why do you think people drink? Yeah. You yeah. don't think people drink to deal, to have a little bit of a buffer on how they're feeling? And there's nothing wrong with that. Of course there's not, unless you're drinking so much because you can't deal with having the feelings. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Is there anything wrong with checking out on a video game? No. no. Unless you're only checking out on video games to a point where you're not getting anything else done. Yeah. But my point is it's not the behavior. That behavior is a symptom exactly. of another problem. Exactly. And that's, so, but we've yep. got it so twisted when it comes to body size and losing weight because we have stigmatized these people that are in the bigger bodies assuming that they're not healthy assume which we know i don't care if there's any studies out there or not which there are we actually personally know people in our lives in bigger bodies that have perfect numbers yeah and we know people that have small bodies that don't have great numbers yeah so we don't even need a study yeah. That's been our life experience. Yeah, and the reason the it's re- nonsense. We there 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 is when there's money involved, then there is uh, impetus, and, and they want to categorize everything. They want to make they want to find a chart that explains it all because there's money involved, and they need to pro- project. For their investors, right. how much is going to come in and come out? The reality is, and we've talked about this so many times, there are so many variables in human bodies, you cannot categorize every single Absolutely. one of us. I'm sorry, you can't. You can't. You can make as Agreed. many generalizations as you want, but and but the the the, rea- the fact is is and and oh man, I just I heard a doctor talk about this recently and and it made so much sense to me. He was basically talking about when when somebody comes into his office with um, uh, you know like a, a particular injury or whatever it is, he's like, I don't boilerplate it. I don't. I look at what the issue is. Right. I I actually talk to the person. I find out what about you know that that's going wrong. And I try to find the solution that's going to work best for them, that they're going to be able to, you know, that we're going to be able to make this right. We're going to fix this. Right. He's like, but with with food and overweight, it's like, boom, dunk, one, you know, one step shopping, right. one solution. Oops. <laughs> I that was perfect. I just seriously me. knocked off my <laughs> soundboard off the wall. That went right there, was, though. That I was, was so perfect. excited. Um, but, you know, and he, his I know. point is, is, like, with everything else... I give an individualized assessment. Right. With this one thing, I just do the think. Good luck. Totally. Because because uh, it's yeah. Okay. So here's <laughs> and here's another whole aspect. This is another whole can of worms, which I just want to put this out there on the table. We don't have to go into deeply. We will do a podcast on this at some point. So we've been talking about like the different realms of within our physical selves like we have the you know how we physically take care of our body how we work how we interact with people in the world how we do in relationship whether it's an intimate relationship friendships how we do with our work situation people um how our relationship is with money um you know our then there's all the soul lessons so have you forgiven 
your parents? Have you forgiven yourself? Is there someone else that you need to forgive? That's a huge thing. That's a great place to work. Um, how are you, how, how's your life speed? Are you just on the go all the time or do you need to practice being going slower? Are you meditating? Do you have a connection with a power greater than yourself? Whatever you call that, whether it's nature or God or the universe or your higher self, do you have that? Do you go slow enough? Do you train your brain to go slower? Do you, um, are you, are you a, on board with being here. There's a soul lesson called agreeing to be here where you're actually in your, when you're like, I'm here, I'm on this planet. This is my body. You own it. You choose it. You have it. Like a lot of us are just kind of half-assed here. Like we're kind of drinking ourselves to death or eating ourselves to death or zoning ourselves out to death or working to, because we're just not really fully on board with what's with our bot, with our bodies in this life on this planet. And, I mean, and that's, alcohol, and, like, think of yeah. Nicolas Cage in um, Las Vegas. Right. I mean, called. he was committing yeah. slow. So he wasn't really agreeing to be here. That's an extreme example of that soul lesson. Yeah. You know, divine feminine, can, getting fully into your feminine, getting fully into your masculine. There's all kinds of soul lessons that can also, there, all these things affect how we eat, how we feel about our bodies, how we move in the world. So simply trying to completely change diet all the time. I'm not saying well, not to ever do it, but I'm saying if you're over it, good. Move on. Let's do something else. Let's grow somewhere else. Here's the thing is if you talk to anybody that's gone and seen a therapist for whatever their issue is, right? they always went deeper and found root causes. They went deeper than just that surface level issue. <laughs> The therapist took them down, gave them some activities, gave them some work, whatever it was, whatever the psychologist counselor was, that, that always happens. With me, with my experience with, with um, not drinking, I had to learn how to live sober. I had to go deeper than just not drinking. Yeah, it had it, nothing to do with it just wasn't changing the, drink, the yeah. way you were drinking. Because otherwise, I could have always have stopped drinking and life would have suddenly gotten better. Well, guess what? It didn't because right. there was other things below it. Right. Whether it's unfinished business, whatever. Every activity, any, um, let's just say, serious malady that we consider a serious malady, that's typically how it's treated. But for some reason, if you're a bigger person, we just tell you to lose weight. Yeah. I mean, come on. With everything else, we're going deeper. I know. So, so I'm, I mean, you're waking me up here. Right. I mean, a we good. Need to, this is a good thing. Go deeper on this one. If whatever your ism is, whether you... You, you sit and shop too much and you want to stop doing that. If you, you know, you're working too much and you want to stop doing that, uh, drinking too much, smoking too much, whatever it is that you want to change in your life, it's generally not that thing that is going to change it. It's something else. And, and that's where, where, I mean, you know, I used to think in the other terms. I did too. I thought the problem was the problem. I did too. But it wasn't. I know. So... I don't know what any individual solution is. I will never claim that. I am not a doctor. I don't have a license in any of this stuff. No, All of course I have is not. My own this experience. isn't a doctor's show, no. for God's sakes. It's not like you even have yeah. to say that. My God in heaven, but, no one thinks but that. The thing you gotta is, be kidding me. Is this is my experience. That's all I've got is my experience. And my experience was I had to go deeper. I did. I just had to. Well, and I mean, we have to be in charge of our yeah. own health and our own happiness and our own thing. And people, we have we have these situations where people yeah. will bring this stuff up. I'm concerned that you're not doing this. You know what? I was super concerned when my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, was missing work because he was doing too much cocaine and drinking every night. Guess what? Guess what my mentor told me? Mind your own business. Mind your own business. Yeah. But my finances are tied up with him. Mind your own business. But we live together. Mind your own business. But it's not healthy. Mind your own business. Yeah. And, and guess what? Guess when you get to give people their, an option? Is when they come to you and they say... They ask you. Yeah. And to a certain extent, doing this, how's my diet, is asking people to give you... Input. So people are used to that, maybe. But now it could be like, 
you know, it could it could be instead of a question, it could be like, my diet's great. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. Let's talk about what else I'm doing. Let's talk about what really works. Yeah. Let's talk about what's not working. Let's we go deeper in the check-in. on this. We believe in the check-in. Sure, and if accountability. it works for you, yeah. if you want to put it out there, yeah. we certainly put it out there. You don't have to. You may not want yeah. the entire planet to hear what's going on. But... And, it's, everyone's it, solution is different. Everyone, and that's my point is I don't yeah. know what is going to be anybody's solution. All I can do is make some suggestions, which is what I do. Right. You know, this is the part where I get to be of service to others to say, hey, this was my experience. This is how I got out of it. Right. But I can't, t- I, this is what I learned. And I learned it the hard way working, right. trying to help other alcoholics right. is, is I have no clue what is get get them to stop drinking? I have no clue what's going to get them to 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 for the lights to light bulb to come on. Right. Because guess what? Every time I thought I knew, right, it, I was proven wrong. And that's yeah. And that's similar. I also just want to really point out and make a point of saying that this is not about because this is not the same thing. Because alcoholism is something that really can make your life unmanageable. Not having the perfect diet and not being able to lose yeah. weight is not the same. No, it's, it's not. not the same. It's not. But as a society, we tend to say, oh, well, then you're not healthy. Oh, well, then you're going to be a drain on us. Bullshit. I'm sorry. That's just not true. That's just not true. That's not true. So we need to get over that. And the people that are in the bigger bodies need to be okay saying, you know what? I'm okay with what's going on right now. Yeah, I got this going on and that going on. Some of it has to do with food. Some of it doesn't. Yeah. The end. Yeah. You know? and, and find what makes you happy. And if you're happy dieting, continue on. And if it's working for you, continue on. But I just want to give everyone who's dieting that feels like they have to diet because of body shame, because they think that this is the way that they need to look, you don't. You got permission right here. You don't have to do that. You don't have to spend Thanksgiving with your family. You don't have to be miserable. And you don't have to be in a certain size body. Angela Freeman, 2015, <laughs> over and out. All right. So that was our two cents. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening today. Um, this is, um, you can find me at Angela's Gym on, look at your, look at Bogart. I know. I you can this. find me at Angela's Gym on Facebook, Instagram, and um, Twitter. And my website is goingtoangelas.com. If anybody wants a coaching session, if you, you know, want to air your dirty laundry on the podcast, <laughs> let me know. We'll totally do it. We'll do an hour and a half intake. I'd love to do it. You can kind of see how we, you know, how the questions go. Cause we're kind of speaking in generalities cause we don't really have a case study. Um, <laughs> but it, it's, you know, it's just, it's not all about what we eat. It's who we are eating, who yeah. we are eating, who we are, who we are, who we are. This is comma eating. You can find Heno at El Heno. Idaho. And, and I just want to say, uh, thank you, Sean, for uh, yes. always sharing because yes, we love you. Um, you really made a difference for me. Me too. You really made a difference for me. And I appreciate that you're out there sharing uh, what's going on with you. And congratulations. And, 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 yeah. And thank you. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. All right. See you next week. 